Hi everyone, this is the Travel Local Podcast and I'm your host Diblex Lesalon. In this episode, I am honored to have a chat with Blackman the Traveler, a travel blogger who is based in London, UK. He was born and raised in the UK and he found his passion to travel and he has he has been backpacking across different countries since 2014. He launched his YouTube channel this year and let me say you can't afford to miss the great content he is putting out. Next year he is planning a four-month trip to India, Pakistan and Bangladesh and we can't wait to see that side of the world from his perspective. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much, Black Man, the traveler, for making time to join us uh, on our podcast today. No worries, no worries, man. Thank you for letting me come on. All right. I'll just jump right in with this question. Uh, what sparked your interest to start backpacking around the world? Wow. So what sparked my interest is um, I was I started to travel since the age of 21. And wow. what happened is I was going through certain... I was going through certain issues in my life that I had to change my lifestyle. So I went to uh, Miami for the first time with my cousin. And then um, I just saw the diversity of people that were in um, America. And that was when I met my partner and everything. And then, yeah, just everything started from there. All right. So it, it kind of, that trip kind of opened up your mind to the endless, you know, possibilities of the yeah. world. And the, yeah, yeah. you got to... Correct, correct, because that's what that's what that's what that's what sparked everything. And then I, I lived two years in Australia. I moved to Australia in two thousand and eighteen. Okay. And then when I went to Australia, I just met so many, so many people, backpackers from all around the world, and that was just like, yeah, that's when the beautiness of everything started, and that's how I started my YouTube channel as well. Wow, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, so for you, it's the little interactions with the people that you met on the road that really kept you going, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Ah, great. And uh, did you grow up loving to travel or it's something you picked up, as you've said, at 21? So how was it like, you know, growing up around different countries and just traveling around different countries for you? You know what? Because when I was young, I'm sure everyone goes through this experience if you're African when you're young the only holiday you go is back home you know like your parents take you back home to understand the culture you know to understand where you're coming from you know like like the grassroots so when I was young I just kept on going back home to my mum's country in Uganda wow so that's 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 all I knew so then when I went to Miami and then when I went to Australia I was exposed to a, a different type of culture you know yeah. seeing all different type of people from different type of ethnic backgrounds and I was just like wow that's 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 what that's what sparked me like I was I was more intrigued to discover the world because when I was in Australia and I met someone from like China and Japan and these other countries I was like wow like what is it like to, for me as a black man to go to these countries and discover their culture yeah yeah uh, uh- all right, that sounds great. And uh, are there any cultural barriers that you experienced along your along your travels? Um, what do you mean by that? Like like uh, cultural shocks, culture shocks, cultural barriers. You know, language barrier. You know, food. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, like when I went to Poland. Yeah. When I went to Poland. Um, it was a bit. It was a bit hard for people to communicate. You know, people were staring at me maybe because I was a black man and a in an Eastern European country. 
And then when yeah. I was in Myanmar, in a country called Myanmar, in Southeast Asia, that's not far from China and, and, and Thailand, um, they don't receive a lot of tourists in Myanmar. Mm-hmm. So for me as a black man to go there, see, as soon as I got to the airport, everyone was looking at me. Everyone was looking at me. I was like the center. I was like the center of attention in there, and, and and Vietnam as well. But you know, it is it's what happens because when you go to another country, you start to understand their culture and you start to appreciate life a bit more. Yeah. So that was that was that was that was very like I learned a lot. Let's just say that it was like it educated me as a person. So it didn't affect you. Uh, it didn't affect you in any way. No, 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 no. Because obviously, I'm learning their culture. They're learning mine, and I. Most of the chances when I travel, I try to learn the basic words in every language just to show a bit of respect, you know? Fantastic. And it, yeah, and just living with the locals, yeah? And experiencing yeah. life locally. Yeah, 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 100%. Because um, what I do sometimes, I use a website called Homestay, where you sleep in a, another person's house in another country and you live under their rules and regulations. So you start to understand how they live, like you eat their food, their food delicacies, you know, you understand their culture a bit more. Uh, great. And uh, how do you maintain mindfulness, you know, and positivity? Because you tend to meet different people, different mindsets, you know, um, challenges here and there. How do you just maintain that mindful aspect and positivity on the road? So the way I do, I judge people by their energy. So yeah. if you if you got a negative energy, I can sense that just by your body language and, you know, the way you're talking. So what I try to do... I try to everyone to be like in the same energy. So whatever energy they're in, I try to be the same energy as them. So the first thing is you try to learn the basic words in every language to show a bit of respect. When you do that, then that's when the other person's going to lower their guard. Then they're going to start to appreciate you a bit more. It's like for me to go to Kenya and I'm speaking Swahili or something, you know, the Kenyan people are going to respect me a bit more because I'm going into their territory and I'm trying to understand their language and their culture. So that's what I try to do when it comes to that type of aspect. Uh, great. That sounds, that sounds great. And uh, I saw, I saw uh, in, your, in your Instagram that this match you did uh, against racism and police brutality in the UK. Please tell us more about that. So basically what was happening, um, so there was a fellow, a fellow brother died in America and obviously he got killed by an um, American police officer. So in the UK, we do have a lot of racism as well. We don't really have racism to the extent where police are killing people of colour. Yeah. We, do, we, yeah. we do have a bit of cases. So I went there and I went to film, you know, the protests and the march and I was actually interviewing people. I've got a documentary on YouTube as well, asking all different type of people like specific questions about racism. So I thought, let me go there and, you know, experience it myself and show people, look, like this is the reality because when you watch these stuff in the media, they portray it in a different type of way. Exactly. So I prefer to go there and put it on YouTube and show people, look, these are peaceful marches. This is a peaceful protest, you know, so. But as long as the message, you know, uh, gets out there, that's the most important thing, right? 100%, because the, the whole purpose of that is to, is to spread the message about racism. Racism is not needed in this world. Fantastic. And that leads me to my next question, which is, do you think travel and tourism can be used as a force for good to bring peace and unity? you know, among different people, among different cultures around the world? I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think it can bring peace and unity because at the same time, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, uneducated people and narrow-minded people. So for me, I've learned more through traveling than what I've learned in the education system because 
I didn't know much about certain religions or certain cultures, you know, and certain and certain food delicacies and certain and certain languages. So when I started to travel, that's when I started to learn more, you know, and then I started to appreciate life more and I started to be humble. And I started to appreciate, you know, what I have in my life. Because there's a lot of countries that I've been to. A lot of people don't have nothing to offer, but they are the most humble people that you can ever meet in your life, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I think, yeah, man, it, it does it does bring peace and unity together amongst us, you know. And you think we are getting there because a lot of young people are now, you know, taking trips, solo trips, solo female trips. You see groups of young people just going to coming to Africa to volunteer, going to whichever countries that to just, you know, give back, connect with the locals. Do you think we are getting there? I think we are because there is like you. You, you just mentioned a key point about people going to Africa to volunteer. There was, I, I met a lot of people in Australia, even some of my friends in the UK that I met, and they've been to back home to Africa, like Kenya, Rwanda, Ghana, Uganda, to volunteer and to go to the slums and to actually give back to the people that deserve it. And I think we are, we are, we are moving forward, you know, when it comes to like the travel industry. Because, you know, back in the day, people preferred to go to these five-star resorts, they prefer to go to the safaris, but people are actually doing it in a different type of way. So I think, yeah, I think we are going towards that direction. Very good. So it's about, you know, just going and connecting with nature, mm -hmm. you know, being with the local people and just being positive and just, you know, spreading good vibes down there, right? 100%, 100%. Okay, okay. And uh, uh, maybe let me just ask you this question. How do you find, find, find your trips? Because... Uh, I've seen you've been to a lot of countries. You've been, you've, you, you've sold ice creams inside a food truck in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. Eh? From riding hot air balloons in Cappadocia, you know. Yeah. How has that been for you? You know, just uh, how, uh, they, maybe there's one listener, you know, who wants to know how you do that and how they can start, you know. How, 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 what can you say about that? Uh, the honest opinion I could say to people is I travel cheap, you know. I'm a backpacker. I do, I do, um, I do hitchhiking, you know, I go around in people's cars, I visit slums, I stay in homestays. I don't do anything that's a tourist trap. I don't do tourist trap um, things when I travel. So I tend to do things that are more local, that are more cheap, and it's going to benefit me as a as a traveller. So I would say travel cheap, stay in hostels, because I stay in hostels, stay in homestays, don't do no touristic things, don't stay in hotels, because you're going to waste money and eat the local food. Don't go to another country. For example, don't don't go to Africa and you're gonna buy, you know, like KFC or Burger King or McDonald's. That's not and that's not the typical African food, you know, delicacy. Eat what the locals eat, because that's gonna be cheap. And also you're educating yourself as well. So I, the best option I'll say is travel cheap and live cheap when you travel. Fantastic. Great, great tips, great tips there, my brother. And um you know, this year we have faced a lot of challenges because of COVID-19. March, as you said, you're still in lockdown. Yeah. As uh, in Africa, uh, rather in Kenya, we were on lockdown from March to coming down to June, you know, sorry, to September. And uh, it, it has really affected operations and people have lost their jobs. Uh, tourism has gone down. How, how, how will COVID-19 affect tourist behavior uh, in the future? You know what? That's that's a good question. I ask myself that question these days. There's a lot of like conspiracy fees. You have to take the jab if you're going to travel. Me, I prefer not to take the vaccine because I don't believe in these vaccines. You know, I don't know what they're putting in, inside. So mm -hmm. I think it is going to affect. It's already affected the tourist industry like big time because there's 
certain destinations you can't go to. There's a lot of special events that was meant to happen this year, like, you know, the Euros, the Olympics in Japan, that's been pushed back until next year. So it's already already affected, you know, like the big travel companies. So it's affected a lot of people, but hopefully next year things will get back to normal slowly, slowly. And, you know, we can get back to what we're doing and that's just travelling and, you know, networking and meeting other, other people from around the world. Uh, great. Let's hope. Let's hope uh, for the best. So for you, you're, you're not taking the vaccine. No, nah, I'm not taking the vaccine, but I'm, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. I I do believe there is a. You know, I do believe there's a virus there, but I'm not going to be taking something that I don't need myself. Uh great. So you'd rather mask up and you know just take care of 100%. yourself and take the necessary 100%. precautions. Hundred percent. I'd rather mask up and actually use, you know, the real medicine like buy some garlic, some ginger, like proper like you know, beetroot, grapefruit, like what the food that God gave us, not none of these injections and tablets. All right. And do you do yoga and meditation or, or while traveling? Uh, I've done it before. I would. How is it? I like? would do it again. It's, it's, it's peaceful. It's good for the body and mind and soul, you know, and it takes out, so, takes out all the negativity energy that's around you. So you'd advise, uh, you know, travelers to also take that mindful aspect of travel. 100%. And I would say be confident in when you travel as well. Always, always have the, you know, the mindset to try new things. Never be scared and just come out of your comfort zone, you know. Yeah, to just be open-minded and to just immerse yourself and to just live, just live, Just live life. Live life to the fullest. (laughs) Like I was in Australia and... um, the first time I saw snakes, I was in a farm. I was picking watermelons in in Australia, and the snakes were going yeah. past my foot, you know. And then there was there was rats, there was kangaroos, and we, me, me and my friends, we killed a couple of snakes because you know some of them were poisonous. So for me to take that risk, you know, to go to the desert in Australia in the middle of nowhere, forty degrees, picking twenty three kg watermelons, I would never think I would do that. But I came out of my comfort wow. zone, you know. So I had to, to, wow. to be to be someone else. Wow, and that's that's an experience I'm sure no one can take away from 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 you. Yeah, it you was know? A crazy you, experience. <laughs> and also the hot air balloons in Cappadocia. I saw that and I was like, "Wow, look at all these hot air balloons!" You know, around just around one place. Yeah, it was really amazing. It was really amazing. And uh, you know, what has been your, your greatest lesson? You know, um, uh, uh, in your years of traveling, what has been my lesson? I would say. I've humbled myself as a person. Yeah. I've appreciate life a bit more and I've learned a lot through traveling. I've learned like, I've learned a new, um, I've learned how to be, you know, polite, full respect, other cultures, other people's beliefs. Because in certain, like for example, when you go to another country, Southeast Asia, I saw that they were killing dogs and they eat dogs. But for us in the Western world, that is wrong. But for them, it's part of their culture. So I've learned how to respect other people's cultures and to actually appreciate life a bit more and just humble myself. Wow, wow, wow. That's that's that sounds great. And um, according to you, like what 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 do you foresee, you know, when travel and borders resume? What do you foresee and what do you want the travel space to to adopt and uh, to head where head towards where where do you, where are you seeing this growth going towards? I think this growth is going towards something that's big, because now people started to go to certain countries that are not part of the you know of the touristic countries, for example. Like there's a lot of people started to go to India and 
and Pakistan and Bangladesh, you know, and maybe yeah. Botswana or maybe like Rwanda, Congo. These countries deserve the respect that they deserve. You know, they deserve the tourists to come and actually discover their beauty. So for me, I've got this, uh, this plan that I want to do next year. I want to go to India for four months. And I want to go Pakistan and Bangladesh. And um, I want to show people the, the beautiness of these countries, the, 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 the diversity that these countries hold. So for me, when I go there, I'm going to sh- put it on YouTube and show the audience, look, like, we can go to these countries. Don't let the media, you know, portray, portray them in a negative way. Great. So it's about breaking barriers. And you've mentioned something interesting that you will show people, show people on YouTube, show people on your page. Yeah. And uh, do you think uh, technology has really played a big role um, in the way people travel right now? 100% technology has. Like Every social media platform, we never had this 10 years ago. All this Instagram and Facebook and all this Twitter. YouTube maybe, yeah, but YouTube was not as big back then. And all these, you know, Snapchats and social media platforms. I think social media platforms has, has, has actually pushed travel a bit forward if that makes sense because everyone's using different type of social media platforms to promote the content that they're putting out or to or or to promote the destinations that they're in or what they're doing so i think i think like technology has definitely changed you know the way we live and the way the travel industry works yeah 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 i agree with you totally and um you know, what are some of the projects you're working on uh, right now and uh, how can we, you know, get in touch and support what you do? Okay, so basically um, what I'm working on right now, I plan to go to Albania maybe in January, February. I plan to hitchhike from Albania all the way to uh, Bulgaria. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to take about three weeks, but hopefully hopefully, when everything comes back to normal. But the biggest journey I've got next year will be in the summer, in June, July. I'll be yeah. in India for four months and I'll be going to Pakistan and Bangladesh and I'll be going to the north of Pakistan to all the way to the south and India. And I'll be, um, there's some there's some tribes that people don't know. It's called the Sidi tribes. They're the first black people that moved to India and Pakistan. So I want to go to their village and I want to document my stay with them. And I'll be sleeping in the slums in Mumbai. So those are the, 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 those are the big plans that I have next year. But if you want to find me on YouTube, if you just type black man, and then DA The Traveller on YouTube and Instagram is blackman underscore yeah. The Traveller. All right. I'll, I'll be able to share those links when this episode goes up. And uh, sure. yeah. Okay. 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 Final words maybe to encourage our listeners to support local travel and to travel responsibly yeah. once travel resumes. The best thing I can say, people, is, is just be yourself. Be free. You know, come out of your of your of your of your come out of your comfort zone and respect is very important. Whenever you travel to another country, make sure you respect everyone's cultures. And I would say time and consistency, you know, everything happens in time. And if you be consistent, you achieve your goals, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for making time for us, my brother. That's okay, no problem. I appreciate your time. Really appreciate that. And uh, we wish you all the best in your plans, you know, in your upcoming plans in the 2021 calendar. Thank you very much. We hope to see more of, uh, you know, your work. And when you come to Uganda, please make a point of coming to Kenya so that we can connect. Oh, don't worry, man. I will be doing a, a African um, an African um, documentary. But I would like to say thank you. Uh, thank you for you guys. Because you guys are doing something that's, you know, also that's beauty. You know, you're, 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 you're spreading awareness to people and you're actually giving people the chance 
to 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 speak about their experiences. So thank you as well. All right, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time too. Thank all right. You. Thank thank you, my brother. Take care. Okay, okay, guys. We've come to the end of our show, and uh, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review uh, this uh, show. Thank you. Bye. Take care.